Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, we're, we never, like, recorded two in the same day before no. because we're not proactive. No, but because we know we're not and we wanted to have these up within a week yeah. of each other, we wanted to. Yeah, it's important if we're, like, promising a two-parter that we actually do it. Yeah. So welcome back. We, um, we hope you listened to the first episode of this. If you didn't, go listen to the first episode where Kaylee talks about the first season yeah. of Making a Murderer. You'll have some context for why we're so angry. So go yeah, give that a listen. I think especially coming off of that, now to go into this one, like, I'm still so heated, so. Yeah, we're still mad because it's literally, like, seconds after. Yeah. Um, we're not mad at each other. I just want no. to know. That. Oh, we're not mad at each other. Yeah. We're mad at Ken Kratz, mostly. Fucking hate that guy. So, I, and I'm also mad at the at Wisconsin DA, but yeah, I'm mad at Manitowoc, um, just for most things. Yeah. So yeah, That's welcome back. Doing. Let's let's talk about season two. Yeah. Let's, let's just, just let's right just get right into this. I think the, the people will appreciate that. That's what the people want. So basically, there. I have a lot. Uh, I think I had equally as much. Yeah. As so I'm going to start with, like, a timeline of things that have happened since 2009. So, like, basically where I'm picking off is, like, Stephen Avery was given a life sentence Correct. for um, the murder, like, mutilation of a corpse, right? Like, mm-hmm. illegal, like, possession of a firearm. And was he also convicted of sexual assault for that? Like, was it all of them? No, uh, Brendan. Brendan Dassey was um, convicted of sexual assault and Either way, he's murder. convicted of a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like... Brendan Dassey was uh, sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 2048. I think Stephen Avery was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. So here's where we're picking up is in 2009. Um, Throwing this out there because I hate Ken Kratz. 2009, three women accused prosecutor Ken Kratz of harassment and intimidation. He resigned in 2010. Can't um, why he resigned. Yeah, weird that he's not credible in any way because he's a giant piece of shit. Yeah, uh, in August 2011, Avery petitioned for a new trial. It was denied by the Second District Court of Appeal- Appeals. Mm-hmm. So basically what that was is he was saying that his defense lawyers were shit. Yeah. Which they were. He's yeah. not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But this appeal, like this <coughs> attempted an appeal might have hurt his future attempts correct because you can only appeal so many times and if he's saying that he didn't have like proper defense Mm -hmm. then it's undermining some of the stuff that Kathleen Zellner is trying to figure out as well so this sort of plays in sort of doesn't yeah January 2013 um, a request for a new trial in Dassey's case uh, was denied by Wisconsin Supreme Court in August. The Wisconsin Supreme Court denied a, rec- a request from Dassey's team to review the case. So, at this point in time, they're both appealing mm-hmm. to try to get new trials, try to get like a lot of stuff changed. Mm-hmm. Basically, they Stephen has maintained his innocence. Yes, the entire time. Uh, so has Brent. Brent. So has Brendan. Although he did, did give a confession. coerced confession, so it's a little differently. Yeah. He did not necessarily maintain his innocence the entire time because it's he so said stupid. that he did it. I don't believe it, but, you know, Agreed. it happens. Um, so they're both, like, going through the process of appealing. There's a lot. Um, 2013, piece of, giant piece of shit, Ken Kratz settles with his chief accuser out of court. Follow, the following year, his law license is suspended for four months, and he admits to abusing prescription drugs and being treated for sexual addiction and narcissistic personality disorder. Obviously a credible man that we want um, judging who gets to go to jail and who doesn't. <laughs> no shit. Um, 
December 18th, 2015 is when the 10 part docuseries Making a Murderer came out, like premiered on Netflix. So filmmakers Laura Riccardi, Moira Demos began the project in 2005 after reading a New York Times article about Avery's case. Mm-hmm. It came to fruition 2015, which I didn't realize how long ago it was. Yeah. Like that was three years ago. That's kind of wild. <gasps> Wait, oh, it's December 19th right now. It was almost exactly three years ago. Oh my gosh. Crazy. I shouldn't be as excited about that, but I am. That's wild. January 2016, um, Chicago-based false conviction attorney Kathleen Zellner collaborates with uh, Trisha Bushnell of the Wisconsin Innocence Project to file a new appeal on Avery's behalf. So she cites the violation of the due process rights, accusing officials of obtaining evidence from properties that were outside of the search warrant. Avery files a new motion for his release, claiming evidence was obtained illegally by investigators. (sighs) Notorious piece of shit, Ken Kratz reveals he's writing a book about the case in the fallout of the bias presented by the Netflix series. He's just mad because people are actually calling him out for his shit. Yeah. And even though the the Netflix series was biased, they are not Netflix is not responsible no. for presenting evidence. No. Well also it's like, yes, it's biased, but they're unlike Ken Kratz, they're not lying. No. Like they're presenting evidence that supports their narrative. He's like being, but they're like, not falsifying anything. No, and he's being butthurt. And also, it's a fucking also it, fuck it, you, Ken Kratz. It's a, You're it's, not involved anymore. No, it's basically a TV show. So it's like, why are you even upset about the bias when yeah. it was your job to prove something and you didn't fucking do that? Yeah, fuck off, Ken Kratz. You basically fed into narcissist. people's fear. He's such a narcissist that he's still inserting himself into a case in which Absolutely. he has no stake. He's not practicing anymore. No. He's not any, he's not the prosecutor. Every single person. Get the fuck out of here. I want to throw in there about Kathleen Zellner. I really, you're, you're really I like Kathleen this. Zellner. That's the thing. Like watching this like documentary, I just, she's so powerful. Yeah. She, like she's a strong woman. And I like mm-hmm. that she's like very cool and collected about everything. Basically what I'm trying to say is I want to fuck Kathleen Zellner. <laughs> and like, I think she's, yes, I think she's beautiful, but it's not about that. It's about her power. Yeah, she does have a lot of power, but also she, like... She's intimidating. She dominates a room. She absolutely dominates She walks in there. She radiates big dick energy. Yeah, she walks in there and she's like, I don't give a a fuck how many men are in this room. You will listen to me. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. And so, like, in Steven, like, Kathleen Zellner taking Steven's case, basically, like, if you haven't watched the second season... Go, go watch that. Yeah. You'll get more information probably than you will hear. Although I'm going to talk about things that have happened after season uh-huh. two, because obviously it's a, it takes a long time to make a documentary. A it's lot. not going to be yeah. immediately up to date. Correct. And stuff happened actually like two days ago. So like there's some wild shit going I on. I love this. Um, but basically Kathleen Zellner is like a wrongful conviction lawyer. Mm-hmm. She's like pretty famous for getting a lot of like convictions overturned. Uh-huh. And what she said specifically to Avery was like, I am going to find the truth. So if you did it, yeah, I'll find out. Yeah. Like she was very much like from the beginning, she was like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not here to get you or not so much that I'm not here to get you like out of prison. She will find the truth. Even if it means keeping Stephen Avery in prison yeah. because he did it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's one of the things I like so much. About that's her. what we call shake dick energy. Big dick energy. She's here for justice. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what this fucking case needed too, which is what I love. Yeah. They did not need somebody else who is like another Ken Kratz who thinks that they're like the hottest piece of shit and then comes in there and yeah. just spews their own garbage. Kathleen Zellner is the hottest piece of shit and everyone should know that. Absolutely. But she also went in there she and has she facts to back it up. <laughs> That's true. She went in there and she was like, 
I don't give a fuck whether you did yeah. it or not. I'm going to figure out what the fuck happened to her. Mm-hmm. So appreciated. Love her. Yeah. Goddess. Absolutely. And then so that's what's going on with Stephen Avery. With Brendan Dassey, his um, case is being appealed by, oh, what's the, who are they? They're, <laughs> oh, they're very like two sweet people. I need to find, I forgot the name. This is a poor thing. <laughs> I wish I could be your fact checker, but I forgot my It's like with Northwestern, it was. Also, I'm resting my leg on your leg because I'm comfortable. That's allowed. I wasn't going to say anything about it. Um. <laughs> Let's see. So, Laura, I don't know if I'm going to say her last name bad because they said it so many different ways in um, the docuseries. So, Laura Nareeder and Stephen Drizzen. Um, so, they're Chicago okay, based. First of all, Drizzen is a bomb ass yeah. last name. <laughs> what up, Drizzen? Oh my God. Um, okay, Center on Wrongful Convictions of Youth at the Northwestern Pritzker School of Law. There we I go. knew it. I was. I was on the right track, but they're working to get Brendan's case appealed on the grounds that his mm-hmm. uh, confession was coerced, which Perfect. we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Which it absolutely was. It absolutely Whether was or not coerced. you think yeah. that Brendan and because I think one thing to also say is like, I'm not here to, I don't know about Carlin, but I'm not here to say that like anybody's opinions are wrong because nobody knows mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Yeah. So if you think that they did it, I, I know that there's some like, theories of why they did it and they kind of fit um that's not what we're trying to get at it's just like his fucking confession was completely absolutely coerced, coerced. it was like so unethical it was hard to watch completely unethical like sorry, keep yeah so yeah that's basically it the only person i'm really here to shame is ken kratz yeah he was i am here to shit. yeah i want him to just I, I would like to shame ken kratz for if i could go on yeah. for hours i would but i don't think that's what the people want I don't know what they, knows want. what they want. I'll make a whole podcast saying what a piece of shit Ken Kratz is. Tell me <laughs> if you want that. Um, it'll be one episode of just me. <laughs> talking to Three them. hours. Yeah. I won't be there. No. I'll, You'll do your own episode. Yeah. I'll do it on that Sean guy. I'm talking yeah. About. <laughs> okay. I got he did. Yeah. Okay. August 12, 2016, federal magistrate uh, William Duffin grants Dassey's petition for right of habeas corpus with his confession deemed involuntary. Duffin gives Wisconsin prosecutors 90 days to decide whether to retry or to release him. Uh, two weeks later, Zellner visits, visits the Manitowoc County Courthouse, filing a request to request various items from the crime scene. She describes it as the most comprehensive testing motion ever filed in the state of Wisconsin and probably one of the most comprehensive motions ever filed in the United States. Big dick energy. Yeah, wasn't it like... 599 pages. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally see her like slap it down on the fucking yeah, thing. I and fucking they just like that. looked at her like, no, the are lady, you fucking kidding me? The lady at this courthouse looked pissed. Because it's also yeah, the but, Manitowoc County Courthouse. Yeah, but I actually was surprised that, like, she wasn't more pissed because I thought that she was going to be, like, really bitter about the whole thing. Yeah, but I think she had, like, she was at least professional. Yeah, I would say that she was professional at the least. Yeah. But I, I think that she was really nice to Kathleen. Yeah, she was. But well, she kind of seemed upset. That there yeah. was, I mean, if you're filing a 599-page motion, then you're just kind of like... Kathleen was on Twitter telling everyone it was happening. They should have known. Yeah. Kathleen is very active on Twitter. I love um, that. I, I really love that for her. She also has so... I know that we all only have 24 hours in the day, but she has so much time in the day. Does Kathleen Zellner sleep? I... I, listen, I don't think so. I do this, and I work a little less than 40 hours a week. Yeah. 
at a not job that's super hard and I don't have time to tweet. Yeah, no. I, I guess don't I do, time. but I don't make time to tweet. But I don't think that she eats. I don't think that she shits. I think that no. she literally She's transcended works. humanity and at this point she is just like she must tweet. a beacon of justice. Yeah, she must tweet when she shits, just like yeah. our president, because there's no way that she has time. Yeah, you gotta really multitask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> October 4th, 2016, Wisconsin state prosecutors filed document to oppose Dassey's release, arguing it is in the interest of public safety for his conviction to be upheld. Oh, go fuck off. Right. Brendan Dassey is the cutest little button I've ever seen. Brendan Dassey, like, Stephen Avery had a rap sheet. Mm-hmm. I would understand a lot Brendan more. Brendan Dassey Stephen was Avery. was very involved mm-hmm. in, like, a murder. I would not be surprised with that. Whether or not he murdered Teresa Halbach, I don't think so. No. But, like. But he was not. He was he not was a not good man. He was not a good man. Yeah. Brendan Dassey didn't do shit and no. still hasn't. He has, like, such a perfect record in prison. He's such an angel. Like, the only things he's been written up for was because he didn't understand the rules. Yeah. Which breaks my fucking heart. No, when you listen to Brendan Dassey talk, honestly, it breaks my heart because he is so precious. Like, mm-hmm. he... He doesn't seem bitter that he's still in no. there. He's serving a sentence for something that he didn't do. I just want to squeeze and, his little face. Yeah. I mean, he's his big face. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's older than both of us, but I still feel yeah, like... Yeah, he's gotten quite he big since he's been in prison. Yeah. And but so I like, will say, sorry to cut you off, but no, I will say that once he, um, so right before he went to prison, he was obviously like, what, 17? I think he was 17 at the time he was um, actually sent to prison. Yeah. So when he was sent to prison, he was 17. He lost a lot of weight, which the prosecution thought that that was because he was so stressed out from committing this murder. When in reality... He was stressed out for being wrongfully convicted of something? He was stressed out. He wasn't stressed out. He lost weight because he thought that his girlfriend wouldn't like him if he was bigger. <gasps> oh, and that's why he lost weight. No! And he seemed... The whole trial, he just seemed so sad. Baby, and just no. so... Like, so broken, that you know? Hurts and so, so confused. Like, yeah, the whole the time thing I think is that like, he was so confused. Well, I think he was, like, really depressed because I think it, he at some point realized, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. and I, I and shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't Exactly. Have. And he knew that. Like, he was like, I don't know why they think that, like... He was like, I didn't mean to say that. Like, I don't... Mean, that, mm-hmm. None of that stuff is true. But he's also, he, like... He's also, like, he can't defend himself by saying things exactly. because he's confused about he's what happened. Very, I think that whole trial, he was very confused. It was a lot Like, of, he had given up, and it was really clear when yeah, you see the footage of it. And it was a lot of people talking and, um, you know, using words that I don't think he understood, and it was, like, this whole process, which I don't think that he yeah. understood, and his... Remind you, his lawyer was so His lawyer was terrible. terrible. So his lo- lawyer very clearly assumed that he had just done it. Yeah. And he was that pushing him to take better, a plea deal. He yeah. was pushing him to do a lot to of things. To everything so that and he if, could get less time so that he could get a win. It was fucking horrible. And then um, once he gets sentenced to prison, this sounds horrible, but they take a picture of him in prison and he looks happy. Yeah. Like, he gained... I think that he was just happy that he wasn't confused anymore, you know? The thing is, like, I think he's, like... He's not You go to prison when you're 17. That's just life for you, and I think he just accepted it. Yeah. Because you could tell he had already accepted his fate in his trial. Uh, And also, he was in juvie and not in prison prison, so... Yeah. So, that's wild. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I've been reading about, like laws about trying to children as adults, mm-hmm. which is fucking insane to yeah. me. Um, 
and like I read a book Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson mm-hmm. you'd actually like it probably I probably would. and so like he also works with um he works with uh, prisoners on death row mm-hmm. like he's a lawyer and he's helped uh someone who was wrongfully wrongfully convicted and spent 10 years on death row oh wow so he was going to be they gave him the death penalty yeah he was going to be executed and he was able to prove that he mm-hmm. wasn't the one who did it and get him exonerated yeah but it was another case like that like this one where um the word of one upper class person like in yeah. like say the penny bernstein case mm-hmm. um was taken as higher authority than an alibi from 20 people who were deemed lower class citizens exactly it's crazy steven had multiple alibis for that occasion mm-hmm. and they were like eh fuck it yeah so read just mercy it's a good book yeah it doesn't have anything to do with the avery case but it's 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 so a good read um June 2017, a three-judge panel on the Seventh Circuit District backed Duffin's decision to overturn Dassey's conviction. In December 2017, the judges of the Seventh Circuit vote four to three in favor of upholding Dassey's conviction, which was so heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking. You know, the it it was a win, and then it was a it was a win, and then it was a loss. Mm -hmm. So it was like a win because they they won um, the first. Yeah, uh, appeal that they had, and they were. He was expected to be released, and you could tell that he was super happy to be released. And then, um, the DA got it approved that he wouldn't be released until they could do the second appeal. Mm-hmm. The second appeal happened. They win that again, and then they were like, "Okay, well, we're definitely gonna get him the fuck out because we already we won again." Yeah, like, this is some fucking. It was bullshit. so hard to watch them get like jerked around like this, and obviously the state is fighting as hard as they can to keep Dassey in because if he gets out. He's spent, like, they at this point, like, 12 years in prison. Yeah, and they they filed, the DA filed, like, the very last day that they could. Yeah. Like, they, they were, were very clearly scrambling to find something to keep him in prison. Exactly. It's some, fuck, it's some fucking bullshit yeah. what it is. And, like, the interviews with people in, like, the documentary is, like, people being, like, well, the family shouldn't have to go through this. And while they're, like, correct, I'm sure this is really hard for yeah, Jesus Hallbach's family. It's, like, you think you have justice and then everything is being overturned. Mm-hmm. It's also, like, you can't keep someone in prison who's wrongfully convicted. You just can't fucking do it. No, and if it nothing ties him to the crime other than his confession, and his confession was coerced, yeah. you can't keep him in prison for that. Which is the proven fact that it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I get why it's so hard for a Teresa Hallbach's family. I yeah, totally understand. I'm sure it's very hard. Mike Hallbach can suck a dick. The rest of them, yeah, I'm so me. sorry for I your really loss. dislike him a lot. I I feel bad if he really didn't do anything, but I I highly doubt that he didn't. Yeah. Um even if he just like I don't know, I can't even think about it. But it's like John Ramsey's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like how he was all weird and like Dr. Weird. Phil didn't feel bad Dr. Him. Phil. What, why is Dr. Phil involved in this? Money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> um which makes sense. Listen, let's Doctor Phil capitalize off of what you. I want you to get excited about your life. life. I love that guy. Yeah. Um. I don't. Oh really? I love <laughs> Doctor like, Phil. I hate Doctor Phil. <gasps> Why? I just, like, he just bugs the shit out of me. I can see it, but I like him. It's just like I I watch it for entertainment purposes. Oh yeah, because I, I think Doctor uh, I I like it on the grounds of entertainment. I think Doctor Phil's like. A piece of shit, but I think it's funny he when makes, he calls people's he asses out. It, oh like, no, that really fun. makes me laugh. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I feel bad for Teresa Hallbach's family. However, if Brendan Dassey didn't do it, 
You're mm-hmm. putting a whole nother family through yeah. a bunch of bullshit. It's like they had to lose a child as well when Brent yes. and Dassey had to go to prison when he was 17 Absolutely. for a crime he had nothing to do with. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, I don't know. I'm always torn because I think, like, like, like you said, Steve has a long rap sheet. I would definitely believe if he had done something. It would make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I don't think Brendan Dassey was nowhere near this case, though. In my I opinion, he I was think so. not involved at all. No. He was just a kid who the got, whole... like, roped into it because it was easy to get him to confess. And if he confessed that Steven did it, then mm-hmm. they have someone saying that that's what happened. The whole thing about the, um, uh, there's, like, the burn pit that, oh like, my God. how they found... Uh, bodies or how they found yeah. a body in the burn pit there's so many like there's so reasons. much it's like it was really hard to do my notes for this episode because there's so much it's really hard to do them for this entire series like now I can see why so many people don't tackle it because it's just kind yeah. of like it's how a do lot. you how do you cover how do all you cover it? it like like what a huge miscarriage of justice <laughs> this is like, like shit oh my god okay anyways people are not okay. sorry I keep cutting off fuck no it's fine I'm still on the timeline so October 3rd 2017 Avery's motion for a new trial is denied October 20th 2018 Dassey's legal team filed for a right of ooh this word's gonna be hard nope certiorari nope (laughs) this one certiorari let's say that that's not correct seeking judicial review by the supreme court of his case this is denied four months later oh my god July 2018, Zellner files. Oh, this one is the 599-page document. I was wrong. This one's a long-ass one. The other one is also a long-ass one, but not 599 pages. Um, She files a 599-page document with the Wisconsin Circuit Court asking for permission to substantiate Avery's case with data obtained from the Dassey family laptop. She asserts the CD proves proves Bobby Dassey, the older brother of Brendan, Mm -hmm. gave false testimony during the original investigation. She also believes it proves the older Dassey should be given more consideration in regards to this case. So Zellner is allowed to find who the culprit really is. Like, she's allowed to name someone that she's like, no, he did it. Yeah. Or, like, she did it. Or this is evidence against it. This is evidence against it, proving Stephen didn't do it, but she's also allowed to say, like... This person. Yeah, she's allowed to accuse someone else. Yeah. Um, December 17th, 2018. Yeah. So um, two days ago, Kathleen Zellner tweets, we are pleased to announce that one of the world's leading DNA experts, Dr. Richard Selden, uh, is willing to test the bones in the Mantuac County gravel pit with new rapid DNA ID. If this testing is allowed, we believe the bones will be Miss Hallbox. So if you've watched the second season, there's a lot of like we discussed a little bit about the burn pit. So mm-hmm. where they originally found like bones or bone fragments was yeah. in the Dassey burn pit. Right. However, in the testing that Kathleen Zellner has done, it's very obvious that the fire in the burn pit would not have been enough to incinerate a body. Yeah. It wasn't hot enough nor no. confined enough. Yeah. So the thing that burning long yeah. enough, right? No, yeah. not at all. And it would have been, had to be way, way bigger. Right. So, what Kathleen Zellner is doing that no one has done before is consulting experts. Yeah. And they were saying, like, so before, like, the other lawyers were saying, like, well, we didn't have the money to um, pay for all these expert witnesses. She's like, dude, you were acting like you had to pay them, like, millions of dollars yeah. to testify. It is not as expensive as mm-hmm. you fucking think it is. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, she's consulting experts. So a man who is an expert on 
Burning Bodies, I guess. I can't remember what his exact title was. It definitely wasn't that. But he said that, like, if they had put the body, like, in the burn barrel, it could not have incinerated Mm -hmm. that. So on October 31st, when, like, the murder occurred, Mm -hmm. or is said to have occurred, um, basically the whole thing is that they said they... Witnesses said there was a fire on the Avery property. I think a bonfire on the Avery property is not unusual. No. But they said this one was really big. So that's why they, the prosecution was able to say, oh, it was them burning the body in the Dassey burn pit. Those these people are so fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. This shit really pisses me off because this there is stuff that is literally so fucking common sense. We literally are not prosecutors. We're not lawyers. We are not investigators. And even yeah. I know that shit doesn't make no fucking sense. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, um, there were also bone fragments found in the gravel pit that was on the edge of the Avery property Mm -hmm. that belonged to Mantuac County. Mm -hmm. So she's investigating the neighbor as well during this because the neighbor also had a burn pit. Yeah, what was that neighbor's name? I don't know. Was that the zipper neighbor? I think it was. I could be wrong. And that's the neighbor, that's also the neighbor who Who said that he saw Teresa Halbach at 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, who said that, um, the, it was the woman that, uh, Joe... Oh, wait, no, it was a different person then. Oh. It might have been his wife, but she was interviewing a man. Yeah, but the guy was the one that said that. Oh, he was? Oh, never mind, then I was wrong. It was Joe Ellen that said that she saw Teresa... Leaving the zipper property. No, that or she on. she didn't on the zipper property. Oh, okay. But she didn't actually ever see... See her leave. Her leave. Okay. That makes more sense, because... Like, Zellner was looking into whether or not the neighbor could have done it, planted it on the Avery's. If you're neighbors at the Avery's, you want to commit a crime, mm-hmm. get away with it. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I want to like. look that up. Keep talking. I'm yeah. definitely listening. Look up what his name was. Um, and so, basically, she got together with him. He drove her around the property. And she said, what's that? They said He said, that's the gravel pit, which she assumed belonged to him. And we didn't know up until this point. It actually belongs to Manitowoc County. And so, since they're, like, testing the bone fragments found in that gravel pit, mm-hmm. it'll be on Mantua County property that yeah. Teresa Halbach's body was. Yeah. Or where it was dumped. So, not and on I, entire, not on the Avery property. It wasn't, like... I feel like all of this could have been um, solved had the coroner... Had the coroner been called out. So, basically, yeah. uh, my God, this makes me so fucking mad. <laughs> There's an interview with the coroner I know, it was, in the second season. Yo, that, that shit was deep. That made me... That made me lose my fucking mind. No, I feel Nothing has, like, that might have made me, like, almost the angriest out of everything in this entire series. Yeah, that, even more than Ken Kratz, and I don't know if you heard her talk about Ken Kratz, but listen, I got all feelings <laughs> about Ken Kratz. This um, is on another level. But the county coroner, which, if you could look up her name as well, that would also be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hit the wrong, I don't know how to work phones. I don't, I don't know how to help yes, you. Yes, you I'm do. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that. Oh, no, I know how to work phones. I just don't know how to help you. <laughs> um, basically... The county coroner, I, th- I believe she was the county coroner in Mantua County. That might not be her title, but she was the coroner. If there is a body found, generally the procedure is she is called out. And she goes to the scene and checks out the body. Mm-hmm. It's a professional checks out the crime scene. Mm-hmm. The sheriff's department did not contact her. But she found out, I can't remember through what else, that there was, like, they said, like, a body found or a murder committed on the Avery property. She called and said, mm-hmm. should I go out there? Like, oh, I'll come out there. I'll be there soon. They said, don't come. Which is yeah. fucking insane. It makes absolutely no sense. Because if you're trying to find who did something and you have a 
fucking like murder mm-hmm. why wouldn't you call the coroner no it doesn't make any sense yeah um her name was deborah kakich yeah does that sound close to i think that's you? her i know that that's her but no, i don't I think know how to pronounce her last deborah name kakich kakich they all have this like T-S-H. They all have that Manitowoc thing going yeah. on. Yeah, it's like none of these names really make a lot of sense. Yeah. You all have to say it with the fucking Wisconsin. 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 Um, yeah. Thing, uh, yep, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Fuck me. So basically they didn't call her out. Yeah. And then when she was, what she's saying in her interview, interview is that they were like threatening her. Yeah. To, like, saying, you're not coming out here. You're not going to get involved at all. You're, they Gee. were, threatened. yeah, weird how they wanted That's to do so that. It's like they weird. were trying to cover something up. Yeah. Um, like, they were making threats to her based, basically, around the fact that they didn't want her to come out because if mm-hmm. a professional coroner comes out, they yeah. probably see that Stephen Avery wasn't responsible. Correct. <sighs> yeah. So, that's, like, kind of a basic timeline of what's happened since, like, 2009. Yeah, I think that was a good time. And there's a lot that's, like, come out. I'm going to read. So, Kathleen Zellner tweeted out a series of 20 tweets about her timeline of the Hallmark murder. Give her a clap. So, what it is. Give her a clap. Shout out to you, Kathleen. I have it pulled up right here. I was going to read her no, tweets out. No, I love this. Keep going. Shout out to Kathleen Zellner. Um, she says, making a murder... Watchers, listen up. I'm going to walk you through what I've learned through my investigation that you didn't see in the show. First tweet on uh, October 31st, 2005, Scott Taddock, so Brendan Dassey's mm-hmm. stepdad, who she also has made claims was involved, um, visited Bobby on the Avery Salvage Yard around noon, which very clearly contradicts Taddock's mm-hmm. um, like, quote-unquote alibi that he was yeah. visiting his mother in a different town. Mm-hmm. And that's where the mom, oh my god, what's Brandon Dassey's mom's name? Is it Barb? Yeah, Barb. Um, well, Barb. Barb Tatic, yeah. yeah. Um, has, like, made But it was pain. Barb Jonda before. Yes, it was. Just so that, like. So there's no, like, confusion. Yeah. She's Barb Tatic now. Now, yeah. So Barb Tatic basically, like, asserts that her husband was visiting his mother in the hospital. Uh-huh. And that's where he was when she wasn't with him. Sure. And she maintains that and. It's clearly upset that Kathleen Zellner is making claims otherwise. Yeah, but if she wasn't with him, she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second I mean, yeah, I understand, like, trusting your husband, but, like, if mm-hmm. you aren't with him, then you don't fucking know where he was. Oh, yeah. No, no way. Um, and then after Teresa called the Dassey landline for directions, our suspect c- contacted her back with the Dassey address. And so there's, like, records showing a call base mm-hmm. was made to the Dassey yeah. landline that she asked for directions and they gave her the address. Teresa arrived at the Avery Salvage Yard around 2.30 to 2.31 p.m. on um, October 31st, 2005. Mm-hmm. Only Bobby and Steven saw her, and after completing her photo assignment, she left and turned west on Highway 147 around 2.38 p.m. She was only there for seven minutes. Yeah. She was barely on the Avery Salvage Yard. Yeah. Um... She says, our suspect followed her. Steven was in his trailer. Mm-hmm. The new, like, timeline that she's making basically says that Teresa Halbach arrived there. She had done shots with them before. She was comfortable just getting out, looking at the van, yeah, starting to take pictures. exactly. She knew exactly what they wanted. She knew exactly what they wanted. She had worked with them before. Mm-hmm. Steven sees her, grabs his money that he has for her because he knows she's coming, mm-hmm. and then goes out to her car when she's getting back in. 
He gives her the money. She gives him a copy of Auto Trader magazine. Mm-hmm. They go their separate ways. Yeah. And that's it. Bobby Dassey is in the Dassey trailer mm-hmm. watching from the window mm-hmm. and has seen Teresa Halbach on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, the suspect followed her. Um, the suspect gets Teresa to pull over after mm-hmm. following her off the, off the lot. She opened her car's rear cargo door to retrieve her camera. So, like, they were, like, trying to get her to take a picture or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, can you take a picture of my car? I want to do this. Like, they were saying she did, I think they called it, like, Hasselback shots or whatever. Hassle shot, hustle shots. Hustle, hustle shots. shots. Hasselback shots. Uh, <laughs> like, and then, you're just throwing footballs around. <laughs> they, they just want to play ball, you know? I love that Hasselback. No, we're going with Hasselback. They were, no, they were definitely shots. Yeah, we definitely Hassle shots. I, I was like, it's an H word, and I'm just going for it. Another yeah. example of how we do not edit, and I say stupid things all the time. I literally um, didn't know what exonerate. I knew what exonerate <laughs> mean meant, but I was like, I don't know if I'm actually using that properly. I don't. I never know. Yes, you do. Shut the fuck up. You know. I just, I said hassle back shot. <laughs> Another, I also don't watch sports. I don't know anything about football. So that's, that's okay. I barely knew that was a football term. Yeah. Hustle shot. Well, hassle back isn't a football term. That's a football player. Okay, well, good to know fucking now. Um, I don't watch sports. This is getting better. It keeps getting better. No, it just makes you feel, like, not as complete. Oh, my God. As what I did with She was taking... Wait, who's... Who is that? What? Who is that? He's a football player. Okay. Okay. I believe you. Still not going to be a football term. It's still a football player. Still just a player? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm so going. shot. <laughs> Still not a fucking football term. I think a football player counts as a football term. No. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is not. It's a football term. First of all, if that if that's a football term, it means pile of shit. Yeah, okay. I don't know him at all. I have not watched football. Tom Brady. The games are too long. I don't want to sit down for like four hours to get invested in something. Not four hours, but I get it. That's I how long it feels to me. <laughs> I watch I mean, basketball. Uh, I like that. Like I'll watch basketball, but I'm not yeah, really I watch, the biggest fan. Like I, I grew up watching college basketball. That's what mm-hmm. I know. I, I really never watched like, a full football game. I really like watching. Um, college football games I think that those are super interesting yeah you watch um, NFL I do watch like some oh, NFL okay. I mean it, the Seahawks are my team so I watch them. oh yeah that makes sense and Hasselback was on the Seahawks oh he was quite he? a while ago he's no longer on the oh, Seahawks my. but go Seahawks you don't give a shit it's okay I, <laughs> I just don't know anything you're just like I clearly okay. said Hasselback instead of Hustle I love that you just which like, that they're uh, almost similar <laughs> Yeah, no, I can see why you would say that. Yeah. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I just thought it was so funny that you said Hasselback. <laughs> As a football term. As a football term. This is still not a football term. Yeah. I'm really a person, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay, keep going. So they got her to pull over to do, like, hustle, hustle shots. shots, which not she hustle. did very frequently that wasn't through Auto Trader, like, the company she was working for. She mm-hmm. would just get the money. Yeah, because she would get, like... She'd get, like, a percentage of it if she does it through Auto Trader. Mm-hmm. But she'd get all of it if she was doing hustle shots. Yeah, and it's, like, triple. Which a lot of photographers do. Yeah, it's, like, triple what... Um, yeah. They, what she gets for Auto Trader. Yeah. Makes complete sense. And so they get her to open the rear cargo door to get her camera out, and then the suspect knocks her to the ground, strikes her with an object. So that's why there was, like, some blunt force trauma. Yeah. Um, 
Teresa was put in the rear cargo area of the RAV4 and driven back to the Avery salvage yard. Mm -hmm. The RAV4 was spotted leaving the Avery salvage yard with an unknown driver around 3.45 p.m. Yeah, which is what that um, guy at the gas station said. Yep. Um, The RAV4 was left by the old dam west of Michicot. I went for that one. I think it was a good I think you did a great job. Um, On the 31st of 2005. Mm -hmm. uh, October. You know. Um, Three witnesses saw the RAV4 up to the 4th of November, and Uh then it was gone. Meaning, whoever actually killed or dumped it in one spot and then moved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is fucking wild. That's right. Um, Recent investigation shows that the RAV4's battery died. And so they had to get a new battery to move it to the Avery salvage yard. And you can see in the car that they were able to investigate that it was a brand new battery. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually really, I didn't know that. That's super interesting. New things found since then. So then her body was burned in the burn barrel. The Desi burn barrel did have human bones. Uh So like there was evidence found there. I knew that. Um, 60% of bones and 31 teeth were missing. Basically alleging that someone killed her, cut her up, and put part of the body in the burn barrel Mm -hmm. to burn. Because obviously burning a whole body takes forever. Takes forever. And I want to say apparently because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> as a bur- body burning expert, yeah. <laughs> as a murder expert, I know that it takes as exactly a murderer, I know that hours. It <laughs> and so, like, if you're, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're burning a body, basically, from what I've seen from the show, I, I haven't burned a lot of bodies. I'm just really incriminating. Myself. I haven't burned a lot of bodies. I don't know I'm- anything about football, and I murder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really not winning here. Neither am I. <laughs> So the body was burnt in a burn barrel, but what Kathleen Zellner is like investigating and what she, part of what she thought was that they had mm-hmm. cut up the body, burned part of it, got rid of the rest, like mm-hmm. buried it in different spots. Like yeah. If you're probably because they tried to burn some yeah. of it and it just wasn't working. Like they yeah. realized that if you have to burn a whole long. body, it's going to take too long and the police are going to find you. Probably smell horrible. Yeah. God. I wouldn't know again, but yeah. I can only imagine. Um, and so, actually, speaking of that, a witness smelled horrible odor or something burning in the Manitowoc County gravel pit. I did. On the um, 31st. I did remember hearing that in the second season, yeah. and I was not surprised. Yeah. So, not only was a body burnt in right. the Dassey burn pit, there was also evidence of something being burnt in the gravel pit yeah. where witnesses saw something being burnt and smelled something being burned, yeah. which is human flesh. And that's what they're, and they just got permission to investigate now, which mm-hmm. they're having that, those bones DNA ID'd, which if it shows that she was in the gravel pit instead of where they said Stephen Avery dumped her, mm-hmm. that continues to undermine their case. There's a lot. No, it's, this is perfect. Yeah. I love every minute of what you're doing. I just love Kathleen Zellner. Praise. Um, the Dassey Garage was never um, luminal or DNA tested. Yeah, which was also, I think, a big blow to the prosecution's case because mm-hmm. They they said that she was shot in the garage. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sorry, that was gross. But anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, which didn't make any sense because they could not find any. Um, yeah, that was in Stephen's. Or I know this is saying Dassey's garage, but it, they thought that she was killed in, in Stephen's garage. garage, right? Yeah. So they could not find a you guys a single yeah. fucking drop of blood. No, that how I'm sorry. I, also, if you have seen pictures of 
Mm-hmm. The Avery garage. It is not like um, a pristine, a pristine garage thing where you could find something. Like it literally was a fucking shithole. You cannot tell me that there is absolutely no way that they would have been able to shoot somebody in the head, yeah. point fucking blank, point blank, and then clean up that blood. And there like, would be there'd be bone shards. There'd bone be shards. They probably would not tissue. be able to find the bullet. No one. And also, they there would be. An insane amount of tiny little blood splatter everywhere mm-hmm. that there, even in a pristine, mm-hmm. I think garage, you would not be able to clean up. Yeah, and and also there was no, um, there was no sign of like bleach or no. cleaning this agents. This garage or was not clean. It was not maybe clean. ever. And so I don't like, think ever. I really don't believe yeah, that it was ever. It's a clean. salvage yard. The garage isn't clean, and so if they're cleaning up blood from murdering a woman, mm-hmm. it would obviously like if they had done a good job and like really been the master criminals that they're alleging them to be it they doesn't would, make any it would sense. not have looked like that and that's why i don't understand this fucking case because how in the fuck does that make any sense whatsoever? yeah sorry are you mad at me don't come back so in her 14th tweet as a side note she said the bot um uh so oh, sorry it's like i'm trying to say this word it's sakiki that's right. the word i'm gonna say um so there's a body burned at the smelter um, on at on the fourth of mm-hmm. or November fourth, two thousand five, at three a.m. Taddock, so he worked at a night shift at the smelter factory. His nickname was Skinny. Ew. Didn't need to know that. No, didn't need to know that. Uh, I love thanks, that. Kathleen. I love so, that she added that as if it's like I maybe we're just missing something, but I don't think that that really has anything to do with the fact that she just wanted to call his ass out. Yeah, no, she hates that. She yeah, hates I think that she just wanted to call him out for call for um, having the nickname. And then so the electronics. Um, that Teresa had with her were not burned in Stephen's burn barrel. They were burned in the Dassey burn barrel. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So it's not like Stephen took her camera, all that shit, and mm-hmm. burnt it in his own burn barrel. Mm-hmm. It's not where it was. Um, so she also says the suspect knew that Stephen had just cut his finger mm-hmm. um, a while before, and it rebled on the 3rd of November because mm-hmm. he observed it. Mm-hmm. The suspect had access to Stevens Taylor to remove the blood from the sink. So another way blood put, could have been planted outside that one piece of evidence that they they had that the sheriff's department had mm-hmm. was Stephen had cut his finger pretty severely. Yeah. Bled all over his house and just didn't clean it up. Which fucking goes to show you yeah, that he's, he's not a master does, criminal. No, he is not a master criminal. It's like criminal. in the first season when the, he... Um, Penny Bernstein was saying her um, attacker was like wearing like was it, like white underwear, and then they said, and Stephen Avery didn't even own underwear. Yeah, this is the kind of man we're it's dealing the with. Kind of shit that is just like not only is so not annoying. only does he not own underwear, he bled all over his trailer and was like, I'll get that later. Did he say he'll get that later? No, I don't, I don't even know if that because was- I think he was just gonna leave it bloody. Just like uh. Yeah. It'll eventually And disappear. so since he bled in the sink and there was just a ton of fucking blood, yeah. they someone could have planted that in the RAV4 and on mm-hmm. other things. Correct. And then, so our only our suspect knew that the blood in the sink was Stevens mm-hmm. and not Teresa Hallbach's. Mm-hmm. So this rules out the police that's yeah. planting this. Which I had a few. I, I kind of thought that the police didn't plant anything, that what it really was is that um, they wanted to get this case Mm-hmm. Solve number one, and also they knew that they were gonna have to pay Stephen yeah. so much fucking money. Yeah, um, and that they were like, they're like, if no, we pin like, something on him, yeah. then there's no way he's gonna be able to get money. Exactly. Um, then the suspect planted the blood in the Rav Four, the bones in Stephen's burn pit, mm-hmm. 
and then the electronics in Stephen's burn barrel. Mm-hmm. So, like, the suspect who actually did kill Teresa Halbach, what Kathleen Zellner is saying happened is that they're like, they killed them and then planted it on mm-hmm. Stephen, knowing people would believe it, knowing the police would be on board. Yeah, absolutely. And so, in conclusion, the, in conclusion, the killer is the person who had access and opportunity to plant Stephen Avery's flesh, fresh blood in Teresa Halbach's car. And then she goes on to do a Q&A beyond that. I'm going to say we should take a break right Yeah, here. let's take a break. I'll be back. Part two, I'm still angry. <laughs> part two, we're both still angry. Part two, we're both mad, just as an update. <laughs> yeah, so I just went over the Kathleen Zellner tweets. I need to talk about Bobby Dassey for a long time. Because Bobby Dassey, yeah. that fucking guy. Um, this fucking guy. Also, I'm just like, I'm still mad. So, okay, let's talk a little bit more about some evidence that Kathleen Zellner got, okay. and I'll get into Bobby yeah. Dassey. So, um, according to Zellner, she said, DNA lasts for years and blood is very difficult to clean up. So this could lead to some new discoveries if they, mm-hmm. like, DNA test the Dassey garage. Bobby Dassey had also, like, hung a buck in there that he had caught hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, I support, I, I could see if Bobby Dassey did it. It would make a lot of sense to me. I could see if Bobby and... If Bobby and Scott... Scott did it, yeah. and like I would think that Scott would be the um, ringleader. Yeah, and Bobby was basically like what Stephen and Brendan are being accused mm-hmm. of, but like flipped. I could see Scott being like the ringleader, but I think that but like Bobby, Bobby, no, well, yeah, like, I think Bobby it, like, had like a proclivity towards like violent, absolutely crime yeah. in the first place for real, and for I, because for so many reasons. Yeah, and then I think that um, like just by what we're going off of. I don't think that Bobby's quite smart enough. No. Well, I don't know. Like, the planting. Yeah, and, like, obviously killing someone is hard, and, like, they'll try to get away, and if you have, it's probably a lot easier to get away with if two people are in on it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I would think if my brother was wrongfully convicted, I'd be talking a lot about getting him out, and, like. I just don't hear anything from him. Yeah, we don't hear from him. His radio silence. Fucking creep. Um, and then so Zellner also claimed um, since they weren't burned in the Dassey barrel, so tin cans and meditation were found to be present in um, the Stevens burn barrel. Yeah. And then a witness saw a fire in the Dassey burn barrel specifically. So that's wild. Um, also, shout out to Laura Jane Turner for writing a, a couple really good articles about this. Uh, she, like, she writes for like, Digital Spy. It's really, yeah. she does a great job. That's, she's informed me quite a bit. Um, so Zellner um, has a legal right to explore other per- people of interest and raise the possibility of other culprits. Uh, this is known as Denny suspects. Any names put forward must adhere to the stipulations set on in a 1984 case um, heard in the Court of Appeals in Wisconsin. An attorney must show motive, opportunity, and evidence that connects a particular subject to the crime. Yeah. This is where I bring Bobby Dassey in. Um, we were first introduced to him during part one. Um, he was called as a key witness in Avery's trial, testifying for the prosecution. Bobby said that he had witnessed Teresa Halbach arrive on the Avery property where he saw her taking photograph photographs, photographs, Ken Kratz, photographs, taking photographs. Bobby then claimed he had seen Halbach walking over to Avery's trailer and that he did not see her leave the property. Yeah. Zellner has now claimed that he lied on the stand and Avery's lawyer has an affidavit from another witness who undermines the version of the events that Bobby told at trial. 
That other witness is the other brother, Brian Brian Dassey. These fucking Dasseys. Bobby's brother um, claims that Bobby told him he had, in fact, seen Teresa leave Avery's salvage yard after finishing her photography job. This is a quote from him. I distinctly remember Bobby telling me Stephen could not have killed her because I saw her leave the, the property on October 31st, 2005. Um, Brian has said this consistently since 2005. So mm-hmm. he maintains this. Yeah. And then, um, which... Um, so that's when Teresa went missing, but neither the prosecution or defense called him to testify at Avery's trial. Because why Shocker. didn't the defense? Why didn't the defense call, at least call, they couldn't? It doesn't cost that money to call another witness. No, they just they fucked it all up. They fucked yeah. everything up. Um, and so they God, it all. so this evidence alone, I think, justifies some suspicion of Bobby's story. But it was um. It gets worse because in episode eight of season two, Zellner revealed that her law team had access to evidence from the hard drive on Bobby's computer. Yeah, this is where it gets fucked up. They re-interviewed him and her investigators say that Dassey became unbelievably rattled when they mentioned they obtained evidence from the computer in his Mm -hmm. bedroom. Um, The police, it makes me so mad that they had this evidence and didn't do anything with it because of what's on the hard drive. Yeah, and they try to act like um, it was like a family computer for assault. It was in Bobby's room. It was in Bobby's room. And also they tried to say that um, it could have been Brendan's. Brendan literally never used the computer. No. And it was in Bobby's room. It makes zero fucking sense. That it, yeah. And so. Um, in any other case, that would yeah. have been completely irrelevant. Uh-huh. So um, the police had a search warrant and seized the computer in 2006. Leading investigator Tom Pass. Tom Pass. Passbender. God. Okay, okay. You got it. Transferred it to Detective Mike. Is it Veli? That guy. For a forensic examination. Paperwork from the result of this testing was shared within part two of the documentary, detailing um, disturbing and violent pornographic images in search history found. They were gross. It was disgusting. There's so much, like... So to talk much. about on there, but, but so this incriminating information was not turned over to Avery's defense team Shocker. because it appears that Ken Kratz hid it by mislabeling it as Brendan's. So if he's labeling it as Brendan's computer's uh-huh. drive, obviously the defense doesn't want it included, so they leave it out. Yeah, obviously. I'm so fucking mad because if they had looked at it and they known that like, it was Bobby, oh, maybe there's another suspect yeah. here. Let's look at the fucking timeline. Again. Yeah. So the report would have greatly assisted the offense. And made it so they could have discredited the prosecution's star witness, which yeah. is Bobby fucking Dassey, and, like, also provide another suspect. These people are idiots. They're idiots. And so, like, what was on the computer was, like, horrifying, horrifying stuff. Um, so, like, it was uh, Zellner states in her motion about what was on the computer that the Dassey computer contains images of Miss Hallbach violent pornography, and dead bodies of young females viewed by Bobby Dassey at relevant time periods before and after the murder. So gross. New computer forensic technology reveals that images of Miss Halbach, many images of um, like young females being raped and tortured, images of injury to females, including decapitated heads. Like, that's fucking horrifying. I I was trying to look them up on Instagram. I didn't want to see the pictures. I just, like... Oh, you didn't see any of them? I saw them in the, what they included in the documentary, but I had to, like, look away. Yeah, it was really bad. I can't look at that shit. Um, also, a mutilated body was another picture yeah. found on the Dassey computer. Um, Only exactly what happened to her. And then, uh, many of the females, both alive and deceased, bear an uncanny resemblance to Miss Hallbach. 
And so she further claims, uh, Zellner further claims, these searches have been isolated to times when only Bobby Dassey was home. Although there was only one user account on the Dassey computer, the relevant searches occurred during times when Bobby, Bobby Dassey was alone in the house. While Bobby worked nights and was home during the day on during the day on weekdays, all of his family members either attended high school or worked the day shift. Yep. So Bobby was alone at home. Probably makes sense. The quantity and nature um, of the pornographic content recovered from the Dassey computer should have alerted investigators to the individual viewing, viewing such images as someone at elevated risk for committing a sexually motivated violent crime. Duh. Duh. Fucking duh. And he's still fucking out of uh-huh. the world. Who knows what he's done? That's the thing. Uh, I have more on that. Okay. Um, also found on the laptop were photos of Avery and Halbach plus two folders labeled DNA and Halbach. By the fucking way. All of them. <laughs> like, Let's not be smart oh, about any Oh, of I'm sorry. There's a folder called Halbach, but no, he didn't fucking kill her. He had, he had no idea who she was. He no. just met her that day. Yeah. Goddamn liar. I'm fucking pissed. Um, <laughs> all of which experts claim were downloaded or created when only Bobby Dassey would have access to the laptop. He also claims Bobby was the only there's like there's also claims that Bobby was the only person who could have downloaded the photos of Avery and Halbach and created those folders. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So um just like in light of this evidence, a lot of people are like, has Bobby been fucking arrested or yeah. imprisoned for like the child pornography, violent pornography on his computer? Um, and unfortunately, the answer is no. Responding to this on Twitter, Zellner has confirmed um, when she wrote it, no legal action has been taken. Further to this, when asked whether or not Bobby has committed a crime itself by viewing or downloading the question, the attorney said, I do not have any evidence that has been reported by law enforcement or the prosecution. So, Bobby Dazzy's a creep. He's out there. He's, yeah. I'm just fucking, oh my god. So And poor Barb is just like, oh poor Barbara. out of my two well, yeah. my kids. I can see why she'd be upset with Kathleen Zellner yeah. for saying that, like, yeah. For like accusing another member of her family, but I, if Kath, Kathleen, Kathleen Zellner is the truth, yeah, Kathleen Zellner told everybody ahead of time, yeah, I am not here to imprison or get anybody yeah. out. I'm here to get the truth, and if that means that it exonerates people, then yeah. that's great. If that means that I prove that they killed it, then killed them, then that's what it is. If I prove that someone else killed them, then that's what the fuck it is. Yeah. She's finding fucking evidence that should have been found by every other mm-hmm. person, and why. I guess I shouldn't say why, because they, it, it makes sense as to why the, as to why Amanda Wakani wouldn't try to find the truth. Yeah. And that's what's so shitty. Well, also, like, it just fucking baffles me that you find this hard drive with this insanely, like, disturbing, violent content yeah. on it, and as a person involved in law enforcement, you can in good conscience not investigate that. You can it's say, insane. oh, I don't care. They must have stuff on everybody there to, like, keep them all quiet. They fucking must. I don't understand. Like, that just fucking baffles me. Like, you find someone's hard drive with violent pornography, child pornography, the most, like, disgusting shit in the fucking yeah. world. Images of Teresa Halbach, by the way. Oh, um, so fucking disgusting. Like, it's just fucking gross. And, and so it makes sense yeah. why, like... It makes sense that he yeah. did it. Yeah, and it contradicts, um, so another thing that contradicts Bobby Dassey saying he had, like, never met Teresa Halbach mm-hmm. was Steven yeah. saying that Bobby had said to him several times things about Teresa Halbach. Yeah. Things about, like, how hot she was, like, weird, sexual, creepy things. Yeah, because he's fucking weird. Because he's a 
crazy, like, And I like that he says, like, he's never met her. Okay, first of all, you don't have to meet her to, A, number one, know who she is. And also, if he could see her that one time out of his window, he could have seen her. If he's home in the middle of the day on weekdays Mm -hmm. all the time in his bedroom being a creep, he could have seen her so many times, taking pictures, looked at her, seeing what car she was driving. And Teresa called Barb, so maybe he knew that 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 she was was coming over. I'm sure he did, because after, so, basically, like, the timeline is, like, after Teresa, quote-unquote, like, left the lot, mm-hmm. which, I don't know about that, um, he said he went on a, like, hunting trip. He went hunting in the woods behind Scott Taddock's yeah. house, mm-hmm. which, already, also, I think Scott Taddock's, um, trying to, like, keep, um, like, the investigation off of him by marrying Barb. yeah. Like, yeah. why would you marry, like, Brendan Dassey's mother if you had anything to do with, like, the murder of Teresa Halbach? Yeah, and they were already together, but they weren't they married. Were married. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bobby knew him. I think they could have very easily worked together yeah. to kill her. And Bobby had, like, a lot of hunting experience. Mm-hmm. He was com- he was comfortable being around blood. He had, had it was a perfect like, excuse to have a rifle in his car. Perfect excuse to have a rifle in his car or to have, like, if there was blood on him when he got home, mm-hmm. if you come home from a hunting trip, mm-hmm. there's going to probably be blood on and you. And did he say that he caught a... Yeah, he got a buck and hung it in the garage. Yeah. So if they DNA test the garage, mm-hmm. obviously there's going to be, like, fucking animal blood in there yeah. from, I'm sure, more bucks right. and things like that. They'll probably find blood in my opinion, from Teresa Halbach. Yeah. Because they never tested in there. He oh. could have very easily killed her there. Yeah. Kevin Scott Taddock, I think, could have killed her in the woods, mm-hmm. taken her out there. Because the woods behind Scott Taddock's house is that's just a place where you hunt that has yeah. to be pretty woodsy. You have to be yeah. far out. And did you hear how pissed off um, uh, Scott Taddock oh, was? When, Scott was livid. When uh, Kathleen was, like, not, they, she didn't even accuse no. him. She just found evidence against them. Yeah. And, and he, he was immediately pissed. Yeah. And so, like, that also is pretty incriminating. Like, it's just, there's so much. And so I'm much. so mad about all of it. Also, let's talk a little bit about Teresa Hobbock's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't have this in my notes, so I think this is correct, but, like, so he had her diary, didn't he? Yes, I think so, yeah. And so, or like her, like, day and we didn't find diary. that, yeah, we didn't find that out until the second season. Yeah. The second season, we find out that he had had her diary, uh-huh. but things were written in her diary, like hustle shots that she gets quickly, yes, like on the fly, mm-hmm. like of the day that she was murdered, which wouldn't have been in Auto Trader's, um, like timeline no. of what she auto was trader doing. would not have her scheduled that would be in her personal plan exactly because those weren't through auto trader those were her yeah and it was hustle. in her yeah. personal planner yeah of like the 31st so if, say like i think it was like the zippers like asked her to do hustle shots on another mm-hmm. day she had written that down mm-hmm. she had been on that property and so for him to have this like diary planner whatever when she most likely had it with her yeah is insane. Yeah, no shit. And then also throwing this out there, Bobby Dassey um, paint like um, his cell phone activity 
Oh. Like, ping them off different towers, mm-hmm. like, that weren't yeah. where he said he was. No shit. Just by the way. So I'm going to go to, like, there was a Q&A with Kathleen Zellner, and a few of these are actually very helpful. Yeah, I feel like this is where it gets hard, because there are multiple subjects that fit, I think, mm-hmm. better than Brendan and Steven. Oh, absolutely. Um, someone asked, "Have has any witness, jury, cop, etc., have come clean about to you about Stephen Avery's innocence, even off the record? Kathleen Zellner says yes. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Um, and she can't give anything away yet because... Yeah. Um, Obviously, like, it's unethical for it's, a lawyer to be, like, giving a lot of shit away. But, yeah. Like, it's unethical and also, like, they're preparing to go to court. Yeah. They're not, not going to give yet. everything to the fucking defense. Yeah. Or, wait, she, she's the defense, to the yeah. prosecution. Yeah. She's not going to give everything to the DA and be yeah. like, oh, here's everything <laughs> I found. What did you find? <laughs> I like this one um, from Twitter user at Dawes underscore underscore. Do you want to slap Ken Kratz as much as we do? She said, we want to slap him in the legal sense, not in the physical sense. She's such a good lady. Right? Um, and then what was the ex-boyfriend's alibi for when she disappeared? Mm-hmm. Was one ever given? Kathleen says, no, he was never asked for an alibi. Just another example of how sloppy the initial investigation was. Hello, girl. Yeah. Thank you. Um, another person asked, um, why haven't they tested the paint on the headlight with the car blocking the way to see if it's a match? Um, so like when they were pushing the RAV4 onto the Avery property, because I'm assuming, because they we're fucking did, that that's what happened, um, yeah. because it was in one spot for like five days and then just moved, and then moved. onto the Avery property out with of a nowhere. brand new battery, with a brand new battery. It's whatever. It's fine. Um, she said they requested the headlight for testing, uh, from the state. They disagreed that it was relevant. Um, so that's pending before the Wisconsin appellate court. They would test the headlight for, um, any substance of interest. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a lot more. They said, was the RAV4 ever checked for fingerprints? She said, yes, there were eight sets of latent prints that were unidentified. And the prints rule out Stephen and Brendan. Shocker. Weird. Weird how they weren't in there. Weird. Weird how um, a person who supposed blood yeah. was all over the car. Was his all over the fingerprint car. His wasn't. fingerprint wasn't. That's so bizarre uh-huh. that he was able, that his finger wasn't covered. Yeah. Weird. His finger was not covered. covered. But yeah, there's no fingerprints, but his blood's just all over from his finger. And also let's talk about the key really quickly. So they oh found God. they found the key in um okay, sorry, they found a key for the RAV4 in Stephen Avery's um house or trailer, right? Mm-hmm. It had fallen behind like a bookshelf kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think he had books, but it was I don't like, know if it was like a bookshelf. I feel like it was like it was a like dresser. A, a dresser or something. I, yeah, it was something like that. It was basically something like Mm-hmm. was used as like a counter and then it had fallen behind mm-hmm. um that key did not have the dna of um what's her face on it Tracy Hall- Hall- no if this was a key that she was using really at any point mm-hmm. in time it would have had her dna on it especially if she was murdered and had that key on her mm-hmm. it does not make any sense so for them to say that that was the key it makes a lot more sense to, just to me mm-hmm. that it was planted oh, to, absolutely. to try to, and also it wasn't the main yeah. key. It was a second key. Why would she have the, for her car that she uses every day, why would she not have her main key fob? Why would yeah. she have like the well, back also, of spare? Um, in season two, you can see Kathleen Zellner like investigating in Steven's like trailer mm-hmm. And it was very clear that someone had, like, tried to break it. Yeah, obviously. Like, the door jam was, like, all fucking bent. Yeah. And, like, whoever had taken the blood, we assume, broke yeah. in. 
they could have just planted the key when they did that. Yeah, no kidding. And then so like, and then so like there's also DNA on the hood latch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like if someone's putting a new battery in, a lot of people have to touch that fucking hood yeah, latch. Yeah, no shit. Like, it's just fucking wild to me. Like, there's so many things. Um, and then so <laughs> this one's another favorite. Someone said, "Is there a bigger buffoon than Ken Kratz?" Kathleen Zellner said, "We're still searching." Wait, is there also what? Is there a bigger buffoon than Ken Kratz? <laughs> We're still searching. I love oh her. Um, someone asks, is there any way to corroborate or otherwise that Bobby went hunting at 3 p.m. on the day in question? Sightings, cell pings, pings, cell pings, cell pings, etc. And Kathleen's honor responded, we have been able to determine his location through cell phone pings, and he was not at the location he claimed to be. Weird. Um... And then, so, there were others. Let's see. They're filing their brief with the Wisconsin Appellate Court on December 20th. So, tomorrow. <gasps> tomorrow? Tomorrow. Sorry, I didn't watch no, it. No, it's exciting. No, it's exciting. Oh, my God. I got so excited. And then, so, um, they said, why? someone asked, why is Bobby not locked up for having thousands of sick images on his computer? Yeah. Great question. Uh, Kathleen Zellner said, good question. Remember, he was a state star witness. Perhaps he was pressured in into that with threats of prosecution. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. Like, Bobby, to Bobby's credit, why the fuck would you want to go mm-hmm. to jail? Like, he do- he doesn't want to go to jail, so he's going to do whatever it takes. And they wanted him to say what they needed him to say. Yeah. So it was a win-win. Yeah. Because they couldn't, they couldn't prove that he did it, and then they couldn't prove... That Stephen did it, but they were able to have people testify for Stephen and yeah, again, I mean against them. You know what I, mean? I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's what it yeah. is. And then someone asked, which this is going back to Kathleen's <laughs> only doesn't sleep. How many cases are you working on at the same time you're working on Stephen Avery's? She said, I have achieved two additional exonerations during the time I've worked on Stephen's. Doesn't case. make any sense. What does she do? She literally does not sleep, shit, yeah. or eat. And then someone asks, um, why would Hillegas so? Teresa Hallbuck's ex-boyfriend, um, moved the car to the Avery property due to police pressure. She said, we're not saying that Hillegas moved the car. We're saying that Hillegas may have assisted the police in locating the car because it is clear to the clear the police knew where the car was and told Pam Sturm, her cousin, yeah. where to find it on the 5th of November. Correct. Crazy that it was in one spot for four days with mm-hmm. multiple witnesses saying it was over by the dam. And then it suddenly moved yeah. to the Avery property on the fourth mm-hmm. and her cousin magically finds it on the fifth wow. after days and days of searching wow crazy right what a shock what a fucking shock wow there's so much more in this q a i feel like there were a couple i wanted to continue yeah. to read um and then they also she also says they have not removed the ex-boyfriend is a denny candidate we mm-hmm. wish he would remove himself by cooperating with us <laughs> yeah no shit that's i think that's the other big portion of this too yeah um, Ryan Hillegas would will not cooperate no. in proving that he did not do this. Yeah. Which, and perhaps it's because of police pressure from Manitowoc County. Yes. I don't want to say that it's because he did it because there's also there's a lot of evidence for Brendan and I'm uh, not for Brendan for uh Bobby and Bobby and Scott. Scott. So it really could be that um he by testifying he would have perjured himself. Yeah. So that yeah. Perjuring on the on He's trying to keep himself safe because most likely of like he, he will have to, to perjure himself. And he, he will have to go to prison if he perjures himself. So All these people should go to prison for, for yeah, fucking no perjury. They're everyone in that. 
he, so I think that that's a big portion. I, I don't think it's, it's not like, he, I, I don't want to say that he killed. Yeah. I think, I don't he, know if he did. I think he could be a suspect or he, I think he knew something yeah, that he's not saying. I do too. I think that the brother knows something as well. Yeah. I think they both do. And also then, maybe the brother's just a sociopath. Like I, maybe he's just like, I think he's just like excited that there's like attention on him. And which, which, is is a a yeah, which is a sociopath yeah yeah so like through his sister's death he's like oh but now i need Ew, to be what on a TV. Freak. horrifying um and I then so teresa's roommate is also like kind of brought into question during mm-hmm. season two and he was going to cooperate with zellner and then got a lawyer and they were like don't very suspicious yeah so like i wonder i think he... it really could be because of the police pressure the sher- yeah the yeah. sheriff's department pressuring them to to stay quiet because we have to remember that um uh what's his face uh steven was getting so much money mm-hmm. from the state to yeah they got rid of a 36 million dollar problem yeah by having steven in prison which is a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. for um a small county for a small county well it was like i think they said it was like too much people were going to have to pay up yeah, like it was more than the county like had. Yeah, which is fucking wild, and like good for him for asking for that much. Well, he fucking deserved it. He spent eighteen oh, years in prison oh, for not for literally not yeah, for doing literally nothing. Um, for being in Green Bay, it, uh, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. And so, like, um, so for being roommate, nowhere near the fucking nowhere near the crime, crime at all. Yeah. Um. So like, her roommate, there's like sort of allegations that like Ryan was upset that her and her roommate had started like a sexual relationship yeah that's like hinted at oh, mm-hmm. we can't confirm or deny that but that no. would be motive for Ryan yeah to have done something yeah um because they were all friends yeah yeah and it begs the question why the fuck did he have her diary her planner no whatever it didn't make but any sense. also why would her roommate not report her missing I don't. That's she didn't get. Was re- she was weird. not reported missing for several days, and it was by her coworkers, wasn't it? Her mom. Her mom. Oh, I thought it was her. because her coworkers told yeah, her, her mom. Yeah, her coworkers That's told why. her it, mom. It wasn't. It wasn't and her, her mom coworkers. reported her missing to the police. Yeah. And so, like, if you're her well, roommate and she doesn't, she goes on these calls, and it's like known fact that she did not do overnight. Like, yeah, she didn't go somewhere, like sleep in her car, or whatever, to take pictures with no. Auto Trader. I talked to my mom three times a day, so that could literally never happen to me. Yeah, no, she'd know. If I don't talk to my mom at least once a day, she she will call. The police. Will automatically call the police. Yeah, she has texted Trenton multiple times saying, "Is Kaylee okay? Just making sure she's alive." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, she's been sleeping all day." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And so, like, if her like roommate really was like very innocent, doesn't know anything, I'm not alleging that he murdered her. No, yeah, but if he doesn't like. Why would he not, like, be like, why hasn't my roommate been home in a couple days? I don't know. Weird. Maybe they got in a fight. Maybe he didn't care. Maybe. And also, like, I think it would be, I mean, that might make sense, too, because if they got in a fight or something, because, like, they said that he wasn't, yeah. they were kind of, like, in a sexual relationship for, like, a little bit, right? Or something. Yeah, like, there's, or, like, like, there was, people like, tension. thought they were. Yeah, yeah. If they had gotten in a fight, then that kind of puts him as a suspect. Because yeah. they had gotten into a fight, if they got into a fight, puts him as a suspect. But yeah. what doesn't put him as a suspect as much is reporting her missing. Oh, I understand. I, I, but also it's that same kind of thought of like, of like inserting yourself into yeah, this, like, like when when people it's 
when people find like a yeah. a dead body or something like that and then they leave because they don't want to be involved yeah. in the crime scene. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, I mean, that's not the same exactly. It's like that like guy who ju- in Colorado who killed his wife and his daughters like recently. Ew. I hate him. horrifying. But he inserted himself into the investigation. He literally and, started like, it. Yeah. He started the investigation. I watched a video today. This is totally sidetracked of the body cam footage of the police going to his house mm-hmm. and like the first time they're talking to him being like, him being like, where's my wife? Like, he was doing his body language was so so guilty and the cop could tell one of the ma- amazing things is the police like like radio to dispatch and you could see him turn around so fast like i've never seen like more clear footage of someone shitting their pants out of fear than when the cop oh called God, from dispatch i love from this guy yeah he was very clearly guilty unrelated yeah. that guy's a giant piece of shit um oh. awful awful man awful, worst awful. person in the world horrible horrible man. um but it just like shows how incompetent the sheriff's department like Say they didn't do anything. Say they didn't plant anything. Yeah. They did such a bad job. Horrible job. Such a bad job by not interviewing an ex-boyfriend when she was murdered. Not interviewing her roommate. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any... I think it was because they just wanted to prove that Stephen and Brendan... Or that Stephen was guilty. Mm-hmm. And then it happened that Brendan got trickled in to yeah. it. Because Brendan was easy to trick. Exactly. So I think that it just... it they had an amazing opportunity in front of them yeah to to get rid of 36 million to get rid of 36 million dollars to have a a case a giant case solved Mm -hmm. within a couple of days Mm -hmm. um i think that they saw a big opportunity and they were like you know what yeah that's it that's That's the only thing that i could possibly guess we're doing it yeah so it's like it's just crazy to me like yeah not only there's so many things about this that were wrong you know what i'm happy about though with this case um because it was so fucked up for so long i'm happy that it has not turned into the john bonnet where people where people have, just give up have given up because yeah. kathleen has completely reopened this in a whole mm-hmm. new light because this also ended in like what 2006 yeah or 2000, 2008 they were both sentenced they were prison. sentenced and in prison and that was 10 years that was ago 10 years ago they've yeah. been in prison for 10 years and so the fact that after 10 years, she's like, we're still going to figure this yeah. shit out. Well, someone asked her in the q and I'll leave a link to it so you can, like, y'all can read all of them. Yeah. But, like, she, someone even asked, like, how long are you going to go for this? She said, as long as it takes. Like, yeah. I'm not quitting. No. And so it also goes to show, like, if Kathleen Zellner hasn't found anything that's incriminating to Steven, like, if she did, she wouldn't be on this case still. Yeah. And, and I think it's pretty obvious that she's not looking for um, – she's not looking – or sorry, she is looking for stuff to figure out who did it, yeah. not to not just to exonerate Stephen. Yeah, like her goal is to work for Stephen, but also to find who actually did it. And she yeah. talks about and that. She like, said that. Yeah, like goddamn. Okay, let's talk about Ken Kratz having a fucking press conference. Yeah. That goddamn bitch. I sorry. He I'm really so sorry. did. He really did have a press conference, and everybody was like out front, and everyone was like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, literally, like his crowd. He was, was like, like "I am writing a book." Thank you very much. Like, his his crowd was like so fucking small, and he was like, "I'm writing a book," and everybody's like, "A fucking cage." He was like, shit. "I'm writing a book, and I hate Brenton Dassey. I hate Brenton Dassey. I fucking like, hate that you. dude. I fucking hate him." Yeah. So that's that's. That's all we have for right now. But this this will be more. Like we'll keep you updated if Kathleen Zellner finds anything because love her. Constantly reading her tweets. Um, Yeah, this is gonna be the last episode of the year. Yay! Yay! One year down. One year down. Next season is gonna be 
a whole new a whole new world. Yeah, world. If you if there's something you want us to talk about yeah. too, like Let us something know. you think anything spooky, anything true crime, we'll cover it all. We made an episode about the ocean. Like <laughs> we are really into anything. We are really into anything. So uh, go leave a comment on our Instagram, DM us, email us at trying our best podcast at gmail.com. You could do anything to tell us what you'd like to hear and we will for sure look into it or if you know more about any of the cases we talked yeah. about something we missed let us know we miss a lot so we missed, open we missed quite a bit um watch making a murder if you haven't already one season i one really hope you have beautiful, um, beautiful series shout out to kathleen zellner my fucking hero shout out to anchor podcast love that um this is it really has made this experience so much easier yeah, for no, us so. anchor is amazing can yeah. do it without them um interrupter song is video vampire by vanishes I got cold, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Have a happy new year, everybody. Happy we'll see you in 2019.